Hello, welcome to Parents Go To OT Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Newman. I'm a pediatric occupational therapist, life coach, meltdown specialist, and theraparent advocate. I created Parents Go To OT because I realized that the number one thing holding kids back is that they are not able to receive therapy every day. Just imagine what it would be like if your child could receive therapy every day. Like I'm sure you've heard, it takes at least 21 days to develop a habit. And there's no better therapist for your child than you, the number one expert. This show is all about breaking the gap between parents and therapists to make occupational therapy common knowledge for all parents so you can start seeing faster therapy results. I'm going to teach you all of my OT secrets and give you valuable resources to start adding OT into your daily routine. So instead of meltdowns, tantrums, hyperactivity, and bouncing off the walls, you're going to start seeing a more calm, regulated, and focused child. My passion is to breed confidence and peace. That is my name to my website, Be Free OT, because I wanted to give parents freedom. I want you to feel freer, lighter, more alive, and more inspired. I will share powerful tools on how to feel and think like a therapist. I truly believe that parents make the best therapists because no one knows your child better than you. Join me today and let's break the gap between parents and therapists. Now, let's jump into the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. We are talking all about meltdowns and tantrums, and this is something I am so passionate about. While I'm currently working in a school, I have worked in clinics, at farms, and even abroad in Jamaica, and self-regulation is something I work on with every single one of my kiddos because personally, I think it is one of the most important, if not the number one most important therapy area you need to be working on with your child. It is a foundational skill that affects almost all areas. For example, in order to do any kind of schoolwork, children need to be able to stay calm and regulated in order to focus, which brings us to what is self-regulation? Well, it is simply the ability to manage and have control over your emotions and behaviors. Keyword here is control. So one really important thing to know about self-regulation is that it is a lifelong process. It is not just for kids, but adults too. I personally believe that every single person, no matter what age, is working on self-regulation in one form or another. And this will make a lot more sense. Just give me another minute to explain. So poor self-regulation affects so many different areas. It's not just meltdowns and tantrums. Short-term effects of self-regulation can lead to difficulty paying attention, listening, and following directions, getting frustrated easily, giving up easily. It affects our motivation, which if you think about it, all of those short-term effects are directly related to not having control over our thoughts and behaviors. So now let's take a look at the long-term effects. Poor self-regulation can impact your child's social interactions. It can also lead to your child being less independent. And another one that you might have not thought of before is its connection to depression and anxiety. And I'm saying this from personal experience. So do you see kind of how all of this goes back and relates to not having control over our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors? Like how I mentioned earlier that working on self-regulation is important for everyone, not just kids, I know I'm not alone or the only person who's experienced a lot of these short-term and long-term effects. Personally, I have experienced anxiety, difficulty paying attention, sometimes getting frustrated easily, just not feeling motivated. I think that is one reason I'm so passionate about working on this with kids because it started with me and figuring out my personal self-regulation formula and what works best for me. 
That is why I think it is so, so, so important to know and teach your child that self-regulation is for everybody and it, it is a lifelong process. It's all about figuring out what works best for you to help you stay calm and regulated and adding this into your daily routine. And working on self-regulation is so common today that there's even a more fun word to call it instead of self-regulation, which sounds so formal, and that is self-care. That is why inside of my online course, Meltdown Manual, I added a special bonus to help you create your own self-care plan. This way, you can show your child that self-regulation, self-care, self-love, therapy, or whatever you want to call it is for everyone and that they are not alone. So if you end up taking Meltdown Manual inside the course while you're making your child's own meltdown plan, you can also make your own self-care plan. That way you can serve as a model and do it with them to hopefully help you also have less anxiety and bring more peace to your everyday life. So now I want to start looking at the six main causes of meltdowns. And actually, instead of meltdowns, I'm going to simply call it dysregulation because sometimes it doesn't always look like crying or getting upset. Other times it can look more like hyperactivity, bouncing off the walls, difficulty paying attention. So the six main causes are, and let's start with number one, communication or not being able to communicate your thoughts. So this is a big cause of dysregulation for kids if they feel misunderstood or are nonverbal or don't know how to communicate because they aren't sure exactly how they're feeling or sometimes need a reminder or some help communicating their thoughts and wants. And then next up, number two, our second main cause of dysregulation is escape or trying to get out of something they do not want to do. And personally, this would probably be one of my main causes of dysregulation in my life. And my escape mechanism sometimes might look like social media. I'll catch myself just scrolling on Facebook instead of finishing up my work. So as you can see, kids aren't alone in all of this. And you might be like me and compare some of these main causes to yourself. But next up is another really popular one, and that is number three, sensory. So was the dysregulation due to a sensory-related issue? So for me, just for example, I'm auditory sensitive and feel dysregulated if there are too many background noises going on. That's why I have some small noise-canceling earpieces I will use sometimes if I'm feeling a little dysregulated, but at the same time, I'm also sensory seeking in the fact that I feel a lot better after getting some deep pressure input, like sleeping with my weighted blanket during the night or after doing a little yoga that focuses more on deep pressure input that will just leave me feeling a lot more calm and focused. So as you can see here, when it comes to sense-related issues, most kids are a combination. They don't just fall into sensory-sensitive or sensory-seeking. In my sensory series on my website, BeFreeOT.com, I have a mini course that goes into detail, and it's pretty much just a sensory diet generator. But you can also look forward to more podcasts talking about this because this is definitely another one of my passions and think it is so important for all kids. So yes, even though I have this as a main issue or a main cause, I really mean this is a cause for everyone. However, some kids a little more so than others. So three more to go. And next up, we have our number four main cause, which is attention. And this is our kids who start getting dysregulated because they are seeking attention. So I go into detail with tips for what to do for each main cause inside of my online course meltdown manual. But a quick tip for my attention seeker kiddos is making sure they feel seen and understood. And so next up, our second to last main cause, number five, is wanting access to a preferred activity. So sometimes our kiddos get fixated on doing a certain activity, which in this case can be one of the easier fixes since that preferred activity can serve as motivation. But another quick tip for these kiddos is making it very clear this first, then that. 
kids generally respond really well to visual reminders. So using a picture board or writing out on a piece of paper, this first, then that can work really well. And lastly, our main cause number six is control. Like does your child want to feel in control of the situation? And this is another one that is so, so, so common, especially for a kid always being told what to do can be so overwhelming. So it is okay in some situations to let your child feel as though they have somewhat of a choice in the matter. So my quick tip for this is giving your child two to three choices and letting them know what their options are so they feel a little more in control when they pick what to do. So these are the six major causes of meltdowns and dysregulation. And again, they are communication, escape, sensory, attention, preferred activities, and control. Inside of Meltdown Manual, you can take Lesson 1 for free, which dives a little deeper and goes into more detail on what we went over today. I also highly recommend you check out my five-day challenge to less meltdowns, where I provide different therapy games and activities that you can do with your child. You can find that on my website, BeFreeOT.com or in the bio. But what I really want you to take away from all of this and the goal of Meltdown Manual is it is so important to figure out what self-regulation strategies work best for your child and adding this into their daily routine. Because remember, it takes 21 days to develop a habit. So adding it into your daily routine is key here. It is so important. And I'm going to show you how to do this and how to set this up so it only takes 5 to 15 minutes a day. Wow, that was a lot to cover in such a short period of time. We have finally come to the end of my mini training on meltdowns and self-regulation, and hopefully you got some valuable tips to start improving your child's self-regulation. And if you did enjoy what you heard today, please take a minute to subscribe to my podcast, Parents Go To OT, because it will only get better from here. And be sure to share it and tell all your friends about it on Facebook and Instagram. I would truly appreciate the social media love. So thanks again for listening, and I can't wait to connect with you again.